Welcome to Inside Games, the only gaming news show brave enough to celebrate a game getting canceled. Yeah, every, hey, we know everyone loves The Last of Us. It's just guys winning awards left and right, but do we really need another games of service? No, <laughs> uh, that's just according to about everybody, really. Uh, the players, Naughty Dog, and apparently even Sony themselves. Yeah, probably not Sony's investors, but that's another story. Uh, when it comes to Sony, though, that's kind of surprising. Um, given everything Sony said and done in the last couple of years, and that includes paying $3.7 billion to acquire Bungie. Yeah, and while there's cause to celebrate that Naughty Dog isn't wasting their time in another games-as-service game nobody's really asking for, uh, there's also aspects about The Last of Us multiplayer's cancellation that don't quite add up with the way Naughty Dog tells us. Yes, the clown math check has failed, which is why we're going to cover it all on today's Inside Games. But that's right after a quick word from today's sponsor, Metasites. Inside Games is sponsored by Metasites. Metasites are virtual worlds with virtual AI humans that are easily accessible directly from any browser on any device. Think of Metasites as a next generation social network, but also with fun game mechanics like quests, Easter eggs, Discord integration, as well as Unreal Engine 5, which should make your experience unforgettable. Within Metasites, the city is the world epicenter. You'll find lots of things to do like game quests and things like that within the city, or of course there's NPCs. You can check out the city square, there's trading platforms, and of course there's a bunch of games. The interesting thing about Metasites is, we know you're wondering about AI and what it does, but what about if you just talk to AI within Metasites? So all this is completely free, it's browser-based, and if you want to join the demo, just click the link in our description. So you can have fun in this virtual world, or you can actually be part of it by creating content within Metasites. So give it a shot, it's free. Thank you, Metasites. All right, back to the story, though. We've got bad news if you were looking forward to that Last of Us online game. Uh, it's joining Cyberpunk multiplayer in... Whatever happened to that game, Heaven? Oh, I forgot about Cyberpunk multiplayer. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to remind you. I know. Yeah, there's supposed to be multiplayer. Uh, Naughty Dog has officially thrown in the towel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the much-heralded studio behind Uncharted and The Last of Us franchises announced that it's canceling the multiplayer game that was set in The Last of Us universe. Uh, they also made Keith the Thief in 1989, and uh, my man is huge. I don't know what you know what you're talking about, Lawrence. What's Keith the Thief? <laughs> it's news, Bruce. <laughs> I don't know. I looked. I looked. I looked up Naughty Dog on Wikipedia, found up, found out they had a game called Keith the Thief, and that's a really funny name. Also, he's jacked, and it has good music, so a little video game history for you. A little good news bit. We like to cram that in the episode. But for the actual news story here, we have to throw to our staff expert on heartbreak, Charlotte. How do we stop these gamer tears? Okay, so just imagine a seasonal last pass where you have to shoot 10 dogs to unlock a new extra ultra rare emaciated skin with visible rib cages. I don't want to, no, I don't want to do any of that. That's, uh, that sounds stupid. Everyone agrees with you, Bruce. In a post <laughs> on the website, Naughty Dog said it made the incredibly difficult decision to stop development on that game. They described themselves as being crushed by the decision and then gave us some background as to how it came about. First off, development had been going on for a while. The team behind the multiplayer game had been in pre-production while other teams at Naughty Dog were working on The Last of Us Part 2. Naughty Dog said they were crafting an experience we felt was unique and had tremendous potential. Ooh, tremendous potential. <laughs> Never turned kinetic, I guess. Uh, as the development progressed, they said that the gameplay got more refined and satisfying. The team's vision crystallized and the studio was enthusiastic about the direction they were headed. Well, what could go wrong, Bruce? This sounds great. <laughs> it sounds like their ambition outgrew Naughty Dog's capacity as a studio, though. They wrote that to release and support The Last of Us Online, we'd have to put all our studio resources behind supporting post-launch content for years to come severely impacting development on future single-player games. Huh, that's weird. You need to have content to do games as a service. 
That is interesting. <laughs> they should talk to 343. Anyway, that led to a crossroads. Naughty Dog could become a solely live service game studio or continue to focus on single player narrative games. And in the end, Naughty Dog decided to stick with making single player games. Then to throw potentially angry gamers off the trail, they said they're currently working on more than one ambitious brand new single player game, but didn't release any more details. Okay, well that's good, I guess. Uh, following the announcement, lots of devs who worked on the project took to social media to share their thoughts on the canceled game. Technical designer Nathaniel Ferguson, who worked on the game for nearly two years, said it has, quote, absolutely been the highlight of my career and will always be a very special project for me. He added a sad day, but very bright horizons ahead for sure. Game designer Carl Morley wrote that he had, quote, more fun playing this game than any other multiplayer game before and since. So why, why not release it if it's so great? Uh, no, Sheesh. Yeah, that's, that's, why uh, are they teasing us? Uh, what is uh, that all about? Every game is the, the best game ever until it actually comes out. <laughs> My uncle said that Prey 2 was better than Battlefront 3. Whoa! <laughs> what happened here, Charlotte? Well, there's been signs of trouble for a while, if you know where to look. Back in May, it was reported that Sony was re-evaluating the project and was taking developers off the game and assigning them to other projects. Interestingly, Sony also apparently had another of their studios, Bungie, evaluate the project. Mm -hmm. This all makes sense, considering Bungie's expertise with another big live service game that everybody loves, right guys? Destiny 2! And when Sony bought Bungie a few years back, they were open about wanting to use Bungie's expertise to help launch more games as a service titles. That seemed like a move to chase the success of games like Fortnite. But apparently when it comes to The Last of Us multiplayer, Bungie didn't really like what they saw. Mm -hmm. According to a Bloomberg report in May, Bungie raised questions about The Last of Us multiplayer's project's ability to keep players engaged for a long period of time which led to the reassessment. I don't know. So it's hard to not imagine being Naughty Dog and then Bungie rolls in and they're like, I don't want to play this for five years. And then they leave and you're just like, <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? It's fun to imagine narratives. And uh, and while Naughty Dog had multiplayer components in previous games in Uncharted and Last of Us, a standalone life service game is just a completely different animal. At some point, it looks like Sony just decided to cut its losses and pull the plug. The timing doesn't make the narrative here sound particularly appetizing though, especially for The Last of Us fans. Bungie itself has been struggling and it was reported that the studio went through layoffs and other cost-cutting moves to avoid a Sony takeover of the studio. And this is where we get a little speculative. I don't know, it could be a situation where the games of service market is just oversaturated. Uh, I think a lot of players feel that. Uh, you know, it's a common thing that happens when any particular genre becomes successful, breeds a bunch of imitators, and then all those imitators try to hit the market at the same time. Still though, if you connect the dots, Sony bought Bungie to advise on games as service. They say that The Last of Us would struggle to retain players, and assuming from here, once Naughty Dog got their heads around the amount of work that Bungie would approve of, <laughs> they decided it would be too much. Yeah, and again, this is where it's hard to not imagine this per from Naughty Dog's perspective. That's not really savory to hear. You develop a game internally, your parent company acquires another company who comes in and says it's not good enough, that feedback ends up sinking the project, and then even that company that sank your project can't keep their games of service game running and on the level. I don't know. You, you, it's a blind leading the blind situation. A little bit. Uh, but that's surely a, fr I mean, obviously it's a fraction of the story. Uh, this is a lot of the speculation too. We in the games media tend to assume the dots we have to connect are the one, the only ones that exist and they're not. Um, there's bound to be tons of complications to this story that really we don't even know about and probably won't ever know. Yeah, it is fun to imagine the entirety of the games industry as like a simple melodrama. Like it's a telenovela starring Naughty Dog and Bungie, but um, 
it's not quite the, the reality. Uh, speaking of melodrama, the relatively recent departure of Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan in March 2023 could have something to do with this cancellation. What? Perhaps the games as a service push came from or partially from Ryan. And now that he's gone, perhaps the winds are shifting away from the industry's flavor of the decade as far as revenue goes. Yeah, but it's not like Sony's hurting for revenue either. In reporting its second quarter results in September, Sony said that its revenue increased by more than 6.3 billion year over year, and more than half of that total, 3.2 billion, came from game and content sales. Oh, they need more money though. Come on, guys. Jeez, I don't understand. Uh, Sony also said that it has shipped 46.6 million PlayStation 5s by the end of September, putting it once again as the top-selling console over arch-rival Xbox Series X and S. So pretty clearly Sony can afford to take this loss, or rather they can afford to have Naughty Dog spend two years on a project and just put it in the dirt. Uh, Naughty Dog, luckily for all of us, is going to return to doing what it does best, AAA single-player games that make you feel terrible. But for those who are looking forward to the game, this news really sucks. Yeah, online the reaction was mixed. Reddit user Codester1222 said that the market is already flooded with live service games, we don't need more. Others were bummed at what could have been. Reddit user NoWelder536 wrote that it's kind of a shame we'll never see this game nor what it could do. Mm -hmm. Which leads us to our open question for our panel of experts here on Inside Games. Charlotte, are you sad that you won't get to play The Last of Us multiplayer? I, I played a little bit of the multiplayer on the first Last of Us and I did enjoy it. And I recognize it as something that um, the people who do like that game love that game as far as the multiplayer goes. But I mean, like, I, I am bummed because I did want to see it. And also the fact that they put out the part one remake without multiplayer because supposedly they didn't want to detract from the multiplayer game. Uh, coming out that that kind of peeves me a little bit more even I know there's a lot of pieces uh, about that I, I, I don't know I mean it it stinks it sucks for the devs uh, it also makes sense I can see um, melodrama aside why you could look at that and say this is not general appeal this is not going to like just grab people like the tackiness of it like it reminds me of like Titanfall 2 a multiplayer that I played a lot of and people loved and was part of another well-liked game but then just kind of fell to the wayside. So yeah, I mean, it's it's a sad day for all of us here in the games. I, I think it's good that the project was canceled. There's been a few instances, uh, Crystal Dynamics with Marvel's Avengers, there's been a few instances where developers try to square peg round hole it a little bit for the sake of more money. And it, it very, very, very rarely turns out well. Um, so there's a few like, in terms of the way that this played out, there's a few things that I think went really well. Weirdly, Sony's comms are on point. They, uh, all the developers are all behind it saying the nicest things and complimenting each other. They gave the nicest, the best possible reason for canceling it, which is returning Naughty Dog to the kind of games that everyone loves. Uh, so there's a, there's an amount of spin there. I don't really buy that Naughty Dog didn't understand the, uh, the rigors of games of service development when they started making this game. Um, that's a bit of a heavy swallow given how accomplished they are in the industry. Uh, it almost... I wonder if it's a hiring thing. Like they thought, I think like a lot of studios, they thought they could just go to the market and grab another 100, 150 developers to help them with whatever projects they wanted. And I think some studios realize, I think CD Projekt hit this problem when they wanted to make two AAA games at once. They just didn't, weren't able to hire enough people that wanted to work on Red Engine, so they had to switch to Unreal to find the talent. I could see that with Naughty Dog too, given that they're working on their own tools. They probably could have done a games of service game and a single player game at the same time, but they probably just couldn't find the people. 
So when it came down to that and they were like, okay, here's our, here's our labor. How do we split it up? I think they very wisely chose to stick with the kinds of projects that they're the best at making. So, uh, yeah, I think this all played out well and I, th I think it was communicated well and I think people are receiving it well. Uh, the thing that worries me now is what does online multiplayer even look like? Is there any space for a multiplayer game that's not a games of service game or has the potential to be a games of service game? I don't know. Uh, the finals is pretty cool. Lethal Company is pretty cool, but I think everyone expects games of service style updates from Lethal Company and the finals. So I chess two. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence, you've uh, brought up the most interesting point that I am really interested to see. I want to see the comments on this episode because I weirdly, I think a lot of people are going to be upset about this and be like, well, why can't they just release it as multiplayer? Why does it have to be games as a service? Which, in my opinion, is the that's it. We'll just release it. Who cares? I mean, you've already worked on it for three years. Put it out there and then be like, this is the only thing you're going to get. So play it for two months and enjoy it. Um, but Sony, I think, doesn't want to maybe tarnish the reputation because I don't think the game is as good as they're saying. I don't. Otherwise, they just put it out and be like, it's multiplayer, whatever. Um, and it would be free. So I'm interested to see what people are saying about this, if they really are wanting Last of Us Online, if they want a games as a service, because uh, much like comments on other uh, other episodes, everyone's like, no pre-orders. We hate games as a service until it's a video game they like, which is the worst way to deal with this. So, uh, you know, I keep an eye on those comments, everybody. Brand affinity is powerful. Speaking of, the mom's home brand has never been higher. I just wanted to call this out. Charlotte has a new EP out. Go check it out. Uh, thank Woo! you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do people listen? I did it. How do people listen, Charlotte? They can listen anywhere they can get music. Mom's Home, the EP is called What About What I Want. If you want to really support the homie, uh, you can go to Bandcamp, momshome.bandcamp.com, and buy the album there. Uh, I think it's pretty good. I forgot what year it was. At one point, I had tweeted mom's home ep 2022 and then this year quote tweeted and said this is still happening and people thought it was a joke and i did not know what year it was so <laughs> it's it's out but thank you for thank you for the shout out i appreciate it oh congratulations that's huge um also we have uh the inside games meme of the week uh jeff may have gotten kojima on stage but we actually rang him up we got something better an exclusive <laughs> on set look at the live action Death Stranding they're working on right now. This is not a joke. They're actually working on it. But they've uh, managed to put Vin Diesel in it. Yes, they did. That was the one bit of feedback I gave. That so is very true, yes. Been. Absolutely true. 100% true. He's got stout legs. You know he's a good walker. Strong back. And speaking of hard to knock over, our indomitable audience is always providing excellent feedback. Uh, but some are cut above the rest. So today's Inside Games is Inside Gamer is hollow triangles for this comment on our... Uh, our previous report about Starfield and some of the negative fallout. Uh, Bethesda's Emil Pagliarulo asked for civility and kindness. Um, kind of reminding everyone that human beings made it and worked really hard on it. Hollow Triangles wrote a very accurate response in terms of how audiences receive that kind of feedback. Lots of people working hard to make something doesn't automatically make it good. I work hard too and sometimes it ends up being trash. Life's about accepting that some things are bad despite your best efforts. Accept it, learn, move on. Hmm. Check out my EP. <laughs> no, that's not trash. That's not trash. No, it's really good. <laughs> that's not trash. Uh, also, also, we have uh, an Inside Games Patreon if you uh, want to support that. Want to support us making more episodes and uh, more Inside Games, uh, Inside Gamers and more memes. Uh, here are the patrons that are so devastated by this news. 
that The Last of Us Online is canceled. They're going to role role play being cold and miserable in Call of Duty to make up for it, which is what, what, that's kind of what we all do when we play Call of Duty. Mason Hoover, Keto White, Dougal Tutpo, and Lenny Neves. I got some patrons that are going to self-soothe another way by playing every Last of Us remaster that ever comes out, so they'll be pretty busy. But the whole time, they'll just be screaming slurs nonstop into their headset microphone just to pretend they're online. Kyle Abbott, Brown Sugar, Aaron Frace, and Jared Watkins. Maybe, maybe dial that volume back a little bit. You have neighbors. I got like a burp that's like 50% on the way. Oh, wait, wait for it. It's on a really slow Amazon truck. I don't know if it's going to... It's like It's like right here, you know? If it were here, then I could force it out, but it's like right there. It'll happen, and that's okay. That's a... It's a normal human thing. It's all right. Yeah. I'm not going to force it. I've learned that about life.